Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks, traveling north along the long road, the Heralds of Greenest finally reach the ruins of Red Larch. The once prosperous trade town is destroyed by decay and destruction. After some investigation and fending off an attack from harpies and some kind of bad luck canines, the party... <laughs> I thought is- you said harpies! i've already had the discussion about how there's there's no sex really in my games so herpes would be a weird thing to attack you with but they were herpes microorganisms gone macro tonight on a very special episode of dungeons and dragons and drunks let me finish my my previously on Okay, so you were attacked by harpies, not herpes, although keep that in mind for future encounters. The party is beckoned to safety by a stranger. An old hunchbacked orc leads them to the relative safety of an abandoned home and demands to know who they are and what they are doing there. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren, aka Obo Crazy. And tonight I have more orange juice and vodka because I've been sick. So I figured, you know, orange juice and vodka. But it's not just any vodka because uh, Absolute was on sale, which is okay vodka. And all of their flavored vodkas were on sale, including their pear. So I have pear vodka and orange juice, and it's pretty good. I am a fan. I was going to say, mix it with Sprite. We did that at mm. the f- second PAX East, but it was Grey Goose Pear and Sprite, and it is really good. Ooh, I like that suggestion, Carlton Tanks. Why don't you tell me what you are drinking? I also have vodka in my drink, but it's a chocolate caramel turtle shake from P. Terry's that I put a bunch of whipped cream vodka in. Ah, nice. Oh, fuck, there's a lot of vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Make a constitution save, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a constitution save right there. The way your face looks. He just, no, no, I'm sorry. He just failed his constitution save. That's why we got the reaction that we did. (laughs) We're going to mix this a little better. (laughs) Just mix that up a little bit more. Travancore, do you have whipped cream vodka, and will you pass your constitution saving throw drinking it? I do not. Hello, enablers. The Viceroy's choice this evening is once again a uh, hot apple cider mixed with um, Paul Masson's uh, apple brandy and a little bit of cinnamon and allspice for uh, for body. And it's perfect for me because I get advantage when rolling a constitution saving throw against brown liquors. <laughs> it's because he's brown. Okay. I mean, I didn't know that's I'm how white. that works. I'm not allowed to say that, but you're also brown, so we're just. <laughs> well, wait, wait. So, Bernie, do you get a Constitution saving throw if you drink white, white liquor? liquors? Yes, the literal, the literal drink of my white trash people. The the booze that both sides of my family. Brewed illegally during Prohibition? Why, yes, I have advantage on the white trash liquor drink. And are you drinking that tonight? No, actually, I'm drinking a Highland Gaelic Ale. Because <laughs> I thought, why? It's like, I could try something new, but I really like this. And they're from Asheville, North Carolina. So it's like, why mess with a good thing? 
Yeah. Also, I suddenly had a really good idea for a campaign where we all shrink down microorganism side onto someone's onto someone's hoo-ha and we fight the herpes. So basically, you want the rated R version of inner space. Yeah, the one where I mean, it wouldn't be rated R because if you're like super zoomed in, nothing looks like nothing. It's just like cells. I think there was a Rick and Morty episode like that too. Mm. Yeah, you went Probably. to the rated R version of inner space. I went to the triple X version of that Magic School Bus episode. Oh wow! I'm not doing any of that, and I have absolutely no way of segueing to Jonathan the Magic Muscular, who I'm just going to ask, "Hey, what are you drinking?" Uh, this is Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Muscular Tonight, I return to a new favorite. It is a kiss on the Putin. For those who need a reminder, it is teaspoon of grenadine, some mango vodka, some peach vodka, some peach schnapps, and then mango peach juice. And it is delicious. Now, I have to know, like, do you have a cheat sheet of all these drink names? Because, like, they're all very Russian-themed or anti-Russian-themed. Like, how do you remember which one's which? Is there a cheat sheet at ha- Casa de Jonathan the Muscular? No, I just... I, I actually reinforce it by just listening to the episodes, and then sometimes I'll actually get a message from one of our friends uh, saying, hey, I just made a Cuban Missile Crisis, or hey, I just made an Up Yours Putin. Uh, so that, that's always fun. Listen... Carlton, you should know as a fellow DM that when you have to create things, you get very good at remembering all of those random details because people will call you out on it if you don't. That's why I write that shit down. (laughs) Oh, yeah, me too. And then even then, oh, God. And then even then, it's like, wait, where did I write it down? What page was that on? What did I do and where did I go? Oh, the oh, internet will of which, tell me. Where the fuck are my notes? Well, so while you look up your notes, I will remind you guys that you've just entered a abandoned-ish house in Red Larch. It's moments after basically ending a big battle that just happened with the harpies and some other creatures. And the orc that Bucks saw in his initial flyby had beckoned you inside to get out of just the general area and has turned to you and with this kind of gnarled teeth missing uh snarl and suspicious eyes has asked what are you doing here what is going on do i rec- does he have like any tattoos that would signify what tribe he would belong to any type of marker go ahead and roll a perception check Sure, let me get that for you. Jonathan the Muscular knows a lot, but he don't know shit about orcs. Yeah, in this case, it's just going to be Carlton, since we're he's asking some specific information. Uh, 17. You don't notice anything tribe-specific. He does seem to be fairly well covered, so you're not actually seeing a lot of skin. It is cold outside. You do notice some markings on the side of his neck that indicate... Or that might indicate to you uh, that he seems to be a shaman of some sort. Okay. But other than that, nothing nothing identifying. And he is glaring at you, and when no one immediately answers you, he says, I thought everybody had fled this town. What, are you more just crazy mercenaries trying to see if you can make a buck? There's nothing left in here. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, hi, Jonathan the Muscular here. We are the Heralds of Greenest. And we are... The Herald of who? That's a thing we're called. It's a thing. Uh, But we were warned of a giant attack heading this way, so we were going to check that out. Also, the whole reason why we were up here was so we could cleanse the taint of the uh, of the Cryptwood Forest. So we were, we were looking to do that. We got a little sidetracked, 
in a town called Amphale, but we finally made it up this way, and we had we had seen you about. We came to investigate just the town being fucking destroyed, and now we're here, and we're hoping you can help shed some light on this on this taint that is that is uh, dirtied up the the cryptwood. This taint. How many times are you gonna say taint? I was gonna say he has a a new favorite word. Is that your word of the day? It, it I I just I just used it three times, so I checked it off the list. Oh, good. Um, Bernie is gonna put a bandaid on the bear for thirteen points of healing while everybody's talking, because that bear is uh, bleeding profusely. As as Bernie does that, this orc has been listening to to Jonathan basically lay out the last couple of of months of what's been going on or days in in game, and he gives you a frustrated look and says, "Are, are you for real? You you know about the shit that's going on in the crypt garden? You know about the orcs, and you came here anyway." Well, okay, I, I will clarify. No is such a strong <laughs> word, my friend. The 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 cleric here is correct. We knew that something was going on, and we were coming up to find details. So we're hoping to get some of those details. And you've already supplied one right now. There's There's been trouble with the orcs? W- with the giants, yeah. Well, there's always trouble with orcs. My, my people tend to kill your people a lot you know it's a it's a thing yeah yeah it happens to be I'm the fair, only one i think both now. sides are kind of at fault at this point all right if you want to say so uh. we met a girl in a bar and she told us she doesn't lumberjack up here anymore and we decided that sounded interesting you you people really need to find a job you're the this is our job gr- yeah, well, you need to find something else. You're the third group of people who come along trying to fix things that are going on in the crypt garden. Uh, just turn around, just go home. This place is cursed. It's done for. I'm getting out of here as soon as I can figure out where the, where in the nine hells I gotta go. Yeah, but how here? many of them made them pass those singing bitches with saggy boobs, huh? Don't forget the bad uh, juju puppies. And the bad juju puppies. How many, was, how many got past them? Oh... Uh, a couple of the one group, most of the other group didn't. Exactly. But Arby's are kind of a newer addition. They're new. Let me tell you what. You just tell us what's going on. We won't make you, like, necessarily, like, come with us and show us what's going on. You can skedaddle your butt on over to Orc Safety Town. And- Orc Safety? If you can tell me where Orc Safety Town is, that'd be awesome. I just, I, I'm just trying to get away from all the madness and the, and the crazy. I hear. I ain't coming with you. I hear they got, like, these little tiny cars you can drive around, and they'll make you an honorary police officer for a day. Yeah, because that's just what I need is to be policing other people. No, Ugh. it's just for funsies, man. It's like a tiny little... It's okay. It's okay. It's fun. You find it. That's your next quest. But in order to get that quest, you gotta give us a little information about what's going on in this crypt garden. Also, why is it called the crypt garden? Is it a forest built on an old burial ground? Because truthfully, that's just not something we can fix. You are a strange being, small gnome. You know what? People tell me that all the time. Maybe you should listen to people. And what's your name, uh, friend? Orc? I like to stand in my truth, man. It's just who I am. So tell us more about this crib garden, friend. Well, I didn't go directly 
through it recently, so I can't give you any up-to-date information. I can only tell you. We had a drunk girl in a bar tell us about it last time, so I'm sure whatever you can come up with is going to be better than that. Well, it's it's cursed. It's got a, a demon that's taken it over. Ooh. And it's taken over for the last year. Is the demon hot? The, uh, ah. if, if you like dead and decaying shit, then yeah, no, I guess. No, if you like to, you know, get it on with a, a bunch of maggots, then sure. I mean, hey, I, you already said you're weird and whatever. I'm not that kind of weird. I ain't want to judge. Uh, I'm not that kind of weird. That's why I got out of there. In or- Orcish, I look at him and I say, what news of South Crypt? <laughs> and he gives you a, a surprised look and says, in Orcish, where are you from? I reply, I just said it. Uh, I just like to point out that Bernie is watching this so intently because she did not know Carlton knew, knew. He barely has a master on this language. She is incredibly impressed that he's discovered a second one. <laughs> you know, the one that I'm also half of? Yeah, yeah well, I know, right? She wasn't entirely sure right. <laughs> that you ever got a grip on that part of yourself. And and Travancore is a little mad at himself because this is one of the few languages he doesn't know, and he has to, languages are like Pokemon to him. He must, he must catch them all. And so Bernie's <laughs> tugging on him. She's like, "That one." I don't know. The orc um, gives you a very long, calculating look and says, "I have not been there in a very long time, longer than I've been in the crypt than the last time I went to the crypt garden forest." So when was the last time you were there? At South Crypt? Yes. Oh, a lifetime ago. And he switches to Common, and he says, So, you're going to the Crypt Garden to try to fix things? Yep. We have I want to incite him. Sure. I want to incite his response to stuff about Crypt Garden, see if he had any... If he was a part of the... If I had sense, like, he might have had something to do with its um, uh, undoing... Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll an insight. Six! <laughs> he seems wary, and considering you've shown up and just been like, we're adventurers on an adventure, hey, tell me about my hometown, he doesn't seem to really want to talk much about that, but otherwise you are you don't really sense anything else. But he is, he is a little guarded. What's his name? My, my name is Nugget. What's yours? Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Bernie. Uh, can you pronounce that a little slower? Nagat. Spelled like it sounds. In whatever language you want to spell it. Cool. Yeah. So, mm. Nagat, I had my familiar fly over this area uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, he reported that. Oh, and and I. Oh, hold on a second. I'm like, Bucks, you okay up there, buddy? Because Bucks is probably still on the roof. Uh, if you left him up there, unless you wanted him to join you in the house. Uh, I'm like, come on in, buddy. All right. Yeah. So he, as you guys had been ushered in, he would have then swooped in with you and is perched on your shoulder, enjoying uh, not having to look at the carnage outside. Okay. I say Bucks here uh, saw you running away from some gnarly looking shadows. Uh, I've got a feeling that is part of what is going on. About the Crypt Garden? Yeah, I mean, this this whole place has just gone to shit because of that. It's it's taken a year to spread this far, but, eh, I mean, you you saw what it was like outside. This, this place is a dump. Yeah, I've heard, I heard that 
I, I've heard differing accounts. I thought this was a, a bastion of uh, of trade. Why, just the other day, I heard a play where a bunch of adventurers were based out of Red Larch. It was a glorious little uh, little ditty called it Acquisitions Incorporated. Man, it was it was a great play, but it took place in Red Larch, and that well, yeah, Red Larch is is really shitty. As you have kind of talked about this play and kind of babbled on a little bit, he sighs and turns and as you continue to talk he starts to uh, rummage through a pile in the corner that seems to be a random collection of clothing and objects and he just starts rummaging through eventually he pulls out what you kind of think might be a piece of like jerky and just starts gnawing on it and continues to paw through what you have to assume is his stuff so kind of half listening how long have you been here Uh, uh, this town Uh, yeah like what day is it today I give him the day. <laughs> Do you know what day it is? I, today? I, Jonathan, the player, has no idea. I hear it it's is. someone's birthday. Oh, there it is. is. It Bernie is the birthday. Just of... says that because she's like, "Yeah, there's a birthday. There's got to be I have, someone's I, birthday." I have a feeling it's a new day for a new birthday. Oh man, I, I want to get back to uh, to to Greenus for that new burger. I hear it's great by a guy named Brandon. Yeah, he's he, that guy is awesome. Wait, I yeah. want to eat Brandon's new burger too. I, that that new oh, burger, man, that sounds that delicious. Why did I even offer you a moment in this house? You you just talk way too much. You're gonna alert everybody, and it's just ridiculous. Okay, so uh. you're you're right. We're 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 gabbing on a little bit. So point is, we want to go in and we want to try and make it right. So we're kind of looking for a place to start that won't get us eaten by shadow monsters. Well, then you need to turn around in the other direction because everything closer to the heart of the Crypt Garden Forest is going to get you eaten by shadow monsters and poisonous monsters and acid monsters and demons and devils and other crappy shit because that whole place has just turned into uh, an extension of the abyss. Sir, I got a bottle of Tums. I can totally handle some acid monsters. Nah, you have fun with that. I tend to want to run in the other direction when stuff wants to burn my face off. And he points to kind of near his temple on his right hand side. And you can see he's got a little bit of hair left, but um, right along where the hairline would actually be, there's there's some pretty nasty scars. And part of his ear seems to have not recently, maybe a couple of months ago, just gotten just ripped off and he's like I don't have much of a face left so I gotta keep what I got Jonathan the Magimuscular is gonna based on what he said he's going to make a can we fucking do this check or are we gonna get in over our head he's basically trying based on his on the stories he's given like is this something that we can handle it's like if this is the abyss pouring into this plane, yeah, that shit's bad, but it might be a little bit above our pay grade. Well, okay, so wait. He has been talking in generalities. Are you are you trying to take what this guy, what Nagat has said and come up with like specifics about how tough the fight is or are you trying to insight him to see if he's being honest about the what's going on? What Sure, we'll what start exactly with that. I, I'll I'll insight to see if he's like if he's seems to be fibbing like oh okay. they stuff from the abyss it's like no it's just like i, I don't know it, it's not as bad or if he's playing up bigger than it really is yeah okay roll me an insight uh that's probably like a 10 so i believe every word i think wait he's... can i do an insight check sure 
Oh, that's 12. 12. Oh, well, a 12. I know, versus a 10. You see into his soul. I, I got I've got some pluses on that. Maybe I can do okay. I like to insight as well. I'm sure. specifically checking against like whether what he says gels with anything that I did in my research. I'm going to insight something a little different. I'm going to actually introduce myself, and I'm going to say I am Carlton Tank, son of Samin and Zersh, and I'm going to stare into his eyes and see if me mentioning my name, surname, and my parents' name elicits any type of subtle response. Okay, uh, so hold on to your insight for a second. Let's let's yeah. start with, so Jonathan rolled a 12 on his, are you bullshitting me? Bernie, what did you roll on basically the same check? I got a 12. You both rolled a 12? That makes life easy. Okay, you get the sense he's speaking in hyperbole, but you don't get the sense he's lying. So you're not sure if he's just speaking in storytelling generalities but he he is using very most people don't just talk about you know the, the abyss randomly so you you don't think he's lying but he's speaking so general it's kind of hard to tell travancore what did you roll and what were you looking for uh i was looking for to see whether anything he described uh, matched descriptions of things that i read about when i was researching uh Faerun. and i don't know how successful i am because i rolled a big old five Ah, well, you do know that stuff in the abyss usually doesn't show up on the material plane. And he mentioned demons, and that's a little weird. Some of the other stuff, like, yeah, there's there are monsters that do acid, and there are monsters that do all kinds of stuff. But the the demonic things, that's a little weird. Otherwise, Carlton, so... Yes. So this entire time, the last time, like, I've had my rage boiling up inside of me, because the last time I saw an orc from this part of the woods, like a full orc... It resulted in the death of my family. Okay. And, like, I've been wanting to try to just, like, slit his throat, but, like, I keep recalling back to what uh, Sir Laros was teaching me to, like, control it and hone it. So I've been kind of dialing it back. And so I was like, I say to him, it's very, very rude of me not to introduce myself. And I mentioned my name is Carlton Tank, son of Samin and Zersh. And I'm trying to see if any of those names elicit a response, either subtle or verbally, from him to see if he knows what may have happened to my family. Okay. Roll an insight. Twelve? Wow. Why are we doing <laughs> the, the number of the rolling the day shall be twelve. 12. Except me, I'm a five. <laughs> when you mentioned South Crypt, that got a very obvious big reaction. Yeah. So and, and he mentioned a couple times in his general you know, reaction that he had been there, he knew about it. As you mentioned your name and your parents' name, he alright, it's your name. This is as far as you, you see. Okay. Doesn't seem to get any kind of recognition that you can see. He's done, you know, so he'd been digging through, he'd grab some food. Uh, he's kind of turned to pay attention to you guys a little bit as, and to Carlton as he's introduced himself. He turns back, he fishes out what looks like a bottle with some brownish liquid in it, pops the cork. <laughs> Downs most of what's left of it there seems to be maybe like a cup or two there's leaves basically a, a mouthful at the bottom swishes it around in his mouth caps it turns to you and says all right if you idiots are gonna try to go off in that direction and you want me to tell you everything that's going on what's in it for me safe uh, passage safe patches i got this far without you who's who's to say that i need you any further than this what do you want i don't know what you got Oh, we have we have everything that adventurers would have. We have gold. We have we have our abilities. 
You got to tell us, man. We're not psychic. Tell yeah, me what? what you want. Gold is gold is always good. Gold, gold. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get somewhere where I can find more than just the, mm, the shit that I got here. Gold will get me far enough to get some some food and some drink somewhere where people are at least going to pay attention to me and not try if to kick me out of town. Food and drink is what you're looking for. I know a great inn just south in Ampel that we can give you free drink and food for life. Yeah, we do know about I'm that. I'm sure you can. Why don't you also give me some gold in case I decide not to go to Amphail and I decide to go somewhere else? Especially considering who knows where those giants are headed. So I guess what we're, what we, what I want to know is what would we be getting for our gold? You don't want to come with us. You look keen to go in the opposite direction. Um, well, yeah. And who knows if what you tell us is, like, what information would you give us? Well, I'm going in the opposite direction because I know what's going on in the Crypt gar- Garden Forest. Okay. You want to know what's going on there? You want to know what you're going to face? You want to know why these giants are all over the place making trouble for everybody come hell or high water? I can tell you. Fine. Here's five. I, I give him five gold. You hold out the five gold and he looks at it and he says, that's a pretty paltry start considering you're heading to your doom if you don't know what you're heading into. Try right. again. Uh, well, I'm hoping that uh, that I am just a part of the aggregate. And he and Jonathan flashes a look at everyone else. I I hand additional ten gold over. <laughs> Nagat continues to stand there expectantly. He hasn't taken any of it. You guys are just holding it out at this point, and he just keeps looking at you. I'll I'll, I'll pitch in twenty five when we get the information. Yeah, I feel like you can have money if your information's really good. We will give you fifteen now plus thirty five once we get the information. I saw that play once too. It was great. Oh yeah, I really liked it. I was totally surprised. But oh my god, the prequels to that play were terrible. Yeah, but the thing is, it's a different cast, and I don't know. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, Actually, in this case, it's just Jonathan. But I'll say, if the three of you want to assist with, you know, the persuasion, I'll I'll give him advantage. Yeah, I got a skill in persuasion. Since he's the one who has offered the, we'll give you this now and this later. Does Queen Bay want to guide him? I'm helping him too, but Jonathan I mean, I've got a skill in persuasion. How can Queen Bay? I'm pretty With guidance? Those of you who want to assist, go ahead and roll a d20. Add add your persuasion. If you get over a 10, then you're considering, then you're considered aided, and it would give Jonathan advantage on his roll. That's that's how we'll do that. That's definitely over a 10. Yeah, that's definitely over a 10. All right, Jonathan, roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Don't fuck this up. Boom. Yeah. That is... All right. That's pretty Damn, good, actually. Bitches. Persuasion, that's 21. All right. And what was your offer again? How much now and how much after the information? Uh, we'll give you, uh, let's see, we have 15, 15 now plus uh, 35 if, the, if we like the information. Yeah. So that's 50 total. He gives you a calculating look and he says... Show me you you got that much. Uh, well, it's Carlton, in our hands. <laughs> Carlton's already yeah. It, it's the thirty five. Like the fifteen is in uh is in Travancore and Jonathan's hands, and the thirty five is in is in the big and small hands. So yeah, it's right there. Big blind, small blind. All right, so you guys actually pulled out pulled it out to show him. Um, he says, "You got any dinner? Uh, do we have?" I have my oh, regular rations. Don't so don't hold on. Do you have any more baked goods, Carlton? 
I mean, yeah, you've got that you've got that giant bag of a variety of fruits, vegetables, trail rations, some baked goods that your your family. Yeah, I, I, I like dig my head into it. And I'm like pulling stuff, like really into it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, here. And I hand him like a little quiche. He looks at it. He goes, "Make dinner. Sit down. I'll tell you the story." And he pops the quiche in his mouth, turns around, grabs the bottle, finishes the bottle, unceremonially just sits on the floor and says. Well, it's dark. You ain't going anywhere. I got a story to tell you, and you're going to pay me gold for it. Sit. Give me food. Let's get this this party going. All right. Let's start a fire. I'll, uh, or I, I can start a fire. I'm going to roast the marshmallow over your hand. Yeah, let's let's make <laughs> some beans. We have trail beans, right? Yeah, you've, you've got a variety of, of food. There is a fireplace in this uh, living room of this house, although there isn't any fresh wood in it. Is there any furniture we can break up? Because I, I don't think anyone's going out there to get wood. A very quick assessment. You do eventually find, you kind of go through one of the doors into what looks like a tiny little kitchen, and you do find um, a couple of stools. They're probably going to be smoky, but they will burn. And you're able to kind of start a small fire, get some some warmth in the room. The uh, Nagget sits and kind of waits for some food to get passed out, munches on some stuff, and then he says, I have my handful of almonds. <laughs> and he's just, you know, he talks and talks and talks and then like shoves something into his mouth. <laughs> stuff goes everywhere, cleans himself off a little bit and then keeps talking. And he says, so about a year ago, there was this demon that got summoned into the middle of the Crypt Garden Forest because there are some insane people who decided that this forest needed to just go to rot. And you give warlocks enough money and they'll just make anything happen. That is so true. Oh my god, warlocks are the worst. Uh Uh-huh. You know what they're best at? Dying. Yeah, well, these guys didn't die. They, They managed to raise this rot demon from one of the nine hells. I don't know. I don't deal in that kind of shit. They summoned it and they bound it to the center of the forest and decided that, ah, we've done our job. And they left and left that the demon there. And of course, demons do what they do. They take over places and they get more powerful and they take over more area. They get more powerful. And so now the Crypt Garden is just a giant, fetid, swampy bit of demon home. And who knows how far the the corruption will spread. You know, these warlocks are a bunch of fucking nerds because they or or they're they're those guys because they found a crypt guard, a forest named the Crypt Garden, and they're like, eh. I don't see the crypt in this crypt garden. Eh. So they decided to do something about it, and now we're all fucked. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just, uh, warlocks. Ugh, yeah, the tell worst. me about it. Yeah, if they had any connection to nature whatsoever, they would know, but mm, if they had any connection to nature, they wouldn't be warlocks. So that's that's the the long and the short of it. Most of the, the animals in there are either dead or diseased or corrupted and turned into awful, horrible, infernal beasts of crazy. And the giants that used to just be happy to hang out in the Summer Hills decided they couldn't stay there anymore because 
eventually the demon just took over so much of their area they got nowhere to eat and so now they're heading south looking for shit to eat aren't they always well no there used to be a, a red dragon in this area that basically called this entire coast home and the the giants i mean even even idiots like those those stupid elf giants know better than to tangle with a dragon especially an old red dragon like this thing was but no one's seen that thing in years. Who knows if it's still alive? How many years? Ah, last I heard, anywhere between 10 and 20. So there's living memory of it. Oh, yeah. Did it have a name? And, Maybe uh, Bernard? I've heard, like, five or six different names. Most most of the, the people that I know that refer to it uh, call it Old Flame, because the thing thing was ancient. But nobody names their child Old Flame. They name their child things like Bernard or Steven or... They do, but I don't Pookie. know this thing's parents, so I couldn't ask. Also, you get something like that, it becomes less of a single entity and more of a force of nature that just people kind of refer to like that. I think we should name it Bernard. Okay, we will... He 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 is he is now codenamed Bernard. Hey, when when your Bernard shows up and wants you to wants to burn you, I think that'll be a very appropriate name. So Ooh, anyway, do, yes. the, were these warlocks part of an order? Did they have any? Did they have any markings or part of a group that's nearby? Are they just doing this for shits and giggles and gold? They're not nearby anymore, but they're part of my tribe that was up in the Sword Mountains. That's why I left, because it just got insane. I'm not going to hang out with that kind of crazy power. My eyes get really wide. My nostrils start flaring. Also, they were going to kill me when I made a big fuss about the fact that they were, you know, summoning demons. Like, like, Gurmesh wasn't going to be upset with them for that. Well, they're paying for it now, I'm sure. Kermash is such an interesting name, don't you think? Uh, go ahead and roll a religion check, Bernie. Oh! I don't need to. I know what Gromesh is. <laughs> Hold on, what's my yeah, Carlton doesn't have to roll a religion. He knows who Gurmesh is. Well, if I fail, I'll ask Carlton. I got a 14, so obviously I don't dabble in orc religions. You don't, but you do know that Gurmesh is one of the major orc gods. You Ooh. might not know a lot of details, but you, you do know who that is. I look is. over at Carlton and I'm like, is that who you were all about before you realized Queen Bay is where it's at? I was five. So that's a yes? So yes. he had been baptized, Gurmesh, but, uh, but he's not practicing. Like, <laughs> like yeah, his parents made that decision for him and he kind of left it behind. I dumped a cooler full of lemonade on his head and fixed that. Okay, so that's fine. I'm just saying, when he was five, he had no agency or control over that. Yeah, when he said true. he was from the orc tribe of the Sword Mountains, my eyes get wide and my nostrils start to flare. And I go, Miraz. I give him one name, Miraz. And he looks at you and he says, ah, you know that asshole, huh? What do, you, what do you know about him? He was the, the guy in, the, in charge of my tribe until I decided I didn't need to be part of that that friggin' tribe anymore. Alright, uh, weapons, uh, five-finger face slap, I'm punching him in the face. Hold on! Oh, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, 18 right. to hit for seven bludgeoning. No, 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 no. Uh, if, if he's gonna do that, I'm gonna hold person him. I was gonna hold person. Should I hold person the other one? 
No, no, we he no one's attacked except Carlton, so he's getting double held. He just Why admitted that he was part of the me? tribe that killed my oh. family. I'm clocking this motherfucker. Well, okay. and we're we're gonna Hold try on. and stop you. In order to see who gets to go first, I want Jonathan and Carlton to roll initiative. Ooh. <gasps> I threatened to do this once in a game years ago, but now it's actually happening. Uh that is a uh I believe that's a twenty one. And I got a 17. Okay. Carlton, your fist clenches as you realize, at least in general, who this guy is that you're talking to and who he's associated with. Jonathan, you see the murder appear in Carlton's eyes. You have fought with him and seen his rage and his anger uh, many times. And so you see that moment before he manages to do anything you have an action what would you like to do i cast we're not going to stay in initiative you just get to go first i get i cast hold person on carlton it is the gentlest hold person i i can muster i don't want it, i don't want him cramping up or anything i just just uh and that All is right, a well, wisdom saving throw dc 16 yep. i fail that's probably for the best your fist is locked in in stasis as um very quickly under his breath Jonathan the Magimuscular casts this spell and you find yourself unable to move. Hold it as personus. That's also That's not Latin. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird dialect. Just, just ignore it. Jonathan, you have a moment to say something. What would you like to say? I say Carlton he clearly dis- doesn't like where his tribe was doing, what it was up to. He is trying to help us. Let's let's not attack him. Let's let's not attack him. Let's let's hear let's hear what he has to say. He's clearly an enemy of the leader of the tribe. So so and he's not with them anymore. So I and I understand how you I don't understand how you're feeling, but let's let let's let's chill for a moment. Carlton, go ahead and make another wisdom saving throw. Bernie can't believe she misplaced her copy of five hundred and one Latin verbs. Okay, <laughs> you you are still at this moment being held, Bernie and Travancore. Is there anything you guys would like to do? I'm gonna cast calm emotions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna get fucking high. <laughs> I'm still able to talk when held, right? Oh yeah. Uh actually, are you? I I would It says be paralyzed. So what exactly does Can paralyzed? I I I would want to make sure that he can be reason. So like he can be can reasonless when like, he's calm. Hold person except his head? No, he'll bite him. Or he'll is it all him. all or nothing? So, especially in the moment, in the I need to do this now or else he's going to punch him, I'm going to say that no, you wouldn't have the time to be able to cast hold person in a weird way to make him able to speak. So you just cast hold person. Uh, Paralyzed does mean incapacitated and cannot move or speak. You just see the death in my eyes like... (sighs) As I said, we're we're kind of we're not in initiative just yet, but we'll we'll kind of keep with turnish order going here. So, uh, Bernie has said that she wants to cast 
calm emotions. All right. You attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range must make a charisma saving throw. A creature can choose to fail this saving throw. If a creature fails its saving throw, choose one of the following two effects. You can suppress any effect, causing a target to be charmed or frightened. Alternatively, you can make a time different about creatures it's that of, of your choice that it's hostile towards. Let's do it, everybody! All Give right. them saving throws! you see that you try to cast calm emotions and the fire in my eyes does not wither (laughs) oh Oh, no this motherfucker (laughs) drink i rolled a natural 20 on that charisma save drink fucking plus one charisma natural 20 to stay fucking pissed Bernie's gonna fail this saving throw because she senses a lot of tension in the room (laughs) okay she's gonna cast calm emotions and she's going to go about this in, like, a completely different manner, which is she's going to chill herself the fuck out. Wow. Oh. So Jonathan the Magic Muscular also <laughs> saves with a 20 on that calm Didn't emotion. Wait your so drink I mean, from, so, your, from, your, from so your class. I guess right now it's Travancore, this orc, and me. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. So Unless the orc has, like, a Carlton- plus... 14. Carlton succeeded and obviously decided not to fail. Jonathan, you decided not to fail and you succeeded on your roll. Yes. Travancore, did you succeed or fail? I rolled a 14. So you you failed. So okay. you now feel this this unnatural Whoa. calm come over you. <laughs> Groovy. The orc um, fails and you see... So he had a second to kind of react to this that was going on he he obviously sees the murder in carlton's eyes he notices jonathan cast this spell he even has taken a step back this wave washes over you all and he still looks pissed but when he speaks after you cast calm emotions you get the sense that he is calm for him and he gives you a harsh look and says, Really? Hey, hey, hey. I want to climb on top of Carlton. Well, you're as your movement, basically, <laughs> I, you want to climb? Yeah. I, I need an athletics check, please. Athletics. I got a plus two in athletics. Didn't know if it would be athletics or acrobatics. Carlton's a giant statue, basically. A giant pissed off statue. A Bernie, gi- yeah, giant rage statue. <laughs> Bernie got an eight. Giant statue of rage. <laughs> Yeah, Bernie, you get off Coco Snoot and you kind of bemusedly go to climb up your friend, recalling the times that you used to climb up onto the the basket in his back, thinking that, you know, maybe you can be there close by for him and and everything. And you you don't quite have the the strength to get higher than his shin. And so you're just kind of hugging (laughs) his leg right now. Uh, Travancore, you, you have a moment as you feel this unnatural calm come over you, is there anything you would like to do in this moment? I am going to... and Shadow and I are going to walk in towards the direction of the door. We're going to make sure that, you know, calm, cool, collected, but also making sure this guy doesn't bolt because he he sees in this. I want to make sure that both so of us are So you away. and Shadow, like, calmly walk over to the door. Yeah, we're just super chill. You're, like, chill. over. You're, like, scooby like, yeah. and Feeling and all right. If... if <laughs> Like, do you have anything to eat, man? <laughs> we literally wrong, just wrong. had dinner. Um, so Jonathan the Magic Muscular is going to... Wait. Oh, sorry. Jonathan. Uh, so I haven't so, gotten another uh, action. No, not yet, because n- 
uh, Nagat still has to go. Oh. We're, we're staying in, everyone's kind of getting a turn. We're, we're staying in loose initiative and he's, everybody else has gotten a chance. You're, you won initiative, so you just got to go first. Nagat is going to, so as, after he kind of looks at Bernie, obviously recognizing what has happened, he looks back at Carlton, he gives you all a look, and he says, well, this just got awkward real fast. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Friend, why don't you take a seat? Oh, uh, no, all of you are standing up, so he has stood up as well. I don't know that I'm standing so much as I'm clean. No on one my can best really tell Shen if Bernie's standing or not. He, he mutters uh, a couple of words under his breath. Jonathan, you recognize the hand gestures he's making for. Actually, uh, go ahead and roll an arcana check to see if you recognize the gestures. Uh, 21. Yeah, you, you do actually recognize Barkskin. As okay. he casts bark skin on himself. I, I see him casting a spell and I'm about to counter it. And then I wave off the counter spell. I'm like, mm. yeah, so he and he's he's doing it softly to himself, but not to try to hide it. It's mostly just there's no need to be loud about this. Uh, so he casts bark skin on himself and then he looks at all of you and he says. Well, if we're going to fight, let's just. Just fight, but at least tell me why we're fighting. No, 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 no. no. We're uh, not gonna fight. So, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan the Magic Muscular is gonna say, "No, no, no. We're not. We're not gonna fight. I could have countered your bark skin, but I chose not to. You have in this situation. I could see where there'd be a misunderstanding. One second, and so I'm still kind of like force holding uh, uh, Carlton, and I go over. And at, and I go and I put my hand on his shoulder and I'm like, Carlton, please let's let's sit down, and and let's let's keep talking. Let's he he's not our enemy. He's not your enemy. Let's let's hear him out. He can help. He can help us fix all this. Are you doing anything else? Uh, are you just gonna you just gonna have that chat? I'm gonna have that chat, and I'm gonna say, Carlton, please. And I let him go. All right. Carlton, you feel the effects of the hold person wash from you and your your body is your own again. I look at Jonathan and I'm like, you've stood by me, but he was part of the raid that killed my family. Even if he's against him, the leader now, he wasn't when my family died. He owes me at least one clock to the face. Carlton, Carlton, down what, here. What, little buddy? Psst, down, what? down, down here, psst, psst. I know where you're at. I saw. I felt you trying to climb me. Come, 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 come down here. What? Bring your ear. Come here. I, I <laughs> bent over. Put, put your face close to my face. <laughs> Bernie, last time I did this, you got really angry. No, you do it. I got things to say to you. <laughs> what? I grab his face with both hands. I'm going to say Colin. Have you ever punched a tree? Yes. Did the tree win? I think the tree won. He's got tree skins. He's also an Bernie, you actually don't know what uh, Nagat did. (laughs) Yeah, I do, because what's his face? Because Jonathan just said I could have stopped your bark skin, but I didn't. Oh, 
you know what? You're right. Yeah. Just because right. I'm Go high on. doesn't mean I don't pay attention. Now, Carlton. And you're not high. Your emotions are just calm. <laughs> no, call it. Canada this now isn't is marijuana. Is, 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 call emotions <laughs> is now canon. A high. pleasant high. Come. I, can, I, can I recommend? I got lots of spell slots. Why don't you fail that saving throw? It'll make you feel much better. No. I'm still holding your face. Him. No, hold on. I'm still holding your face. <laughs> wow, you've gone full as face hugger on Carlton. As your <laughs> eyes move over to Nagget, he is giving you kind of this furrow-browed look, and he goes, so who did I kill, and why are you punching me? You don't know. You want, you, you want, you want to not get punched? You don't know. Queen Bay said somebody was family. still alive. Who from the South Crip raid is still alive? The what You tell raid? me that. You tell me that, and I'll... My I'll God said that someone's emotion. not dead, and that truthfully, law of averages said she's right. South Crypt, you're about two decades ago, give or take. I can't I count wa- very good. I I wasn't there, so I don't know. Insight. Okay. Is there any way I can give Carlton advantage on that insight? You tell me. Can you think of a way? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be like, oh, how do you help someone tell them the truth? Uh. People we're, we're kind of out of yeah. the initiative now. now I, I'm, that ju- I'm just trying to think of, of yeah, a way. I, I cast light so that he can see his face very well. It won't give him advantage, but I'll, I'll keep that in mind with the DC. What did you roll, Carlton? 14. He seems to be telling the truth. He seems to be confused, but like part of it's the calm emotions. He's not being too, you know outspoken and effusive and part of it is he doesn't seem very worried about you punching him and so his confusion is kind of like i don't know what's going on might i make a suggestion sir mr maggot if i say no will that stop you no all right then go ahead okay we're cooking with gas now oh Um, (laughs) you have your tree mode activated i've noticed carlton would like to punch something i think it could be you but what if we looked at this really from the situation of he punches you you don't feel it because you're a tree he gets some of his anger out and then we can all talk about how you didn't kill his mom and dad. So, wait, you're suggesting I let this this sore sap punch me just because he wants to... No, you you armor yourself up and he let him punch you. I say, okay, what if Carlton, I Carlton, he clearly, you? he didn't, he didn't do anything. He wasn't there. I, I, I feel you, buddy. I really do. If you have to punch someone and I interpose myself in between Nagget and Carlton, I'm like, punch me. And I pull up my fist and I'm like, nah, I'm going to go punch a fucking tree. And I walk outside. Oh, Ooh, God. Don't do that. Bad. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Travancore, you and Shadow are standing the at way. the door. Are you going to try to stop him or are you going to let him go by? I Shadow just shake my head. Like is going to try and lick his face. Not now, bear buddy. Not now. Is there is there not bearing non weight bearing support he can punch? Because I got a feeling going outside is bad at night. And I Shadow's in front of me, and Shadow tries to go up to Carlton and lick his face. And he manages to lick his face, but in the like 
Shadow doesn't try, try to stop him. So he gets in a lick as Carlton opens the door and starts to walk by. Wasn't I behind Shadow, though, but in front of the door? The way I pictured it was he was parked in front of the door and then you were next to him. So Shadow would have... Oh. Unless you tell him to try to stop Carlton. I sigh, I sigh and I say, hey, Bucks, could you go look after Carlton for a moment? And Travancore, do you want to do anything in this moment as Carlton tries to leave? I am actually going to walk up to uh, to our friend Nugget and I'm going to open up my coin pouch. I'm going to hand put another 10 coin gold on the table and say, you tell me everything you know about that day. So the table is the floor. There's no... F- Right. Table. Well, whatever. Um, you say this as Carlton goes outside. Bucks kind of silently wings behind him. Um, Carlton, you leave the door open so Shadow kind of just stands in the doorway, looking sad-eyed as you walk out. Give me a perception check. Uh, Carlton, he's the one looking for a tree. All right, twenty-three. Okay, it's it's dark. The sun has gone down. It's not completely black outside. Uh, it's eerily quiet, but you do see. Within about 50 yards, a what looks like long dead oak tree. No leaves. Uh, and not dead in that it's winter. Dead in its, oh, it's got some horrible disease. And it's all that's left is kind of the trunk and a couple of, of limbs. But you see a tree. Fuck that tree. I'm going to start wailing on it, wailing on it. Tears streaming down my face, but silently crying to myself. Okay. As you make a punching bag out of this tree, Travancore, you you say this to to Nagget. You put down the gold. He looks at it and looks at you and says, I I was going to do that anyway. And then punching needed to happen. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, listen, if if your if your crazy friend decides to come back in and I'm gone already, you, you let him know that. When Mraz came and absorbed my old tribe, that was like a dozen years ago or so. I had I don't know what's going on. I've been to through South Crypt. It's it's a deserted nothing there. You know, it was a little weird because I knew there used to be some orcs living there, but I didn't I didn't know anything How more about than that. I punch you. Okay, well I don't punch very hard. Uh, I, no. I'm like, I, I do sort of the same thing that I did to Carlton, hand on shoulder. I'm like, may, maybe later, Bernie, maybe later. You can, you can punch me if you really okay. need to. Okay, and so Bernie punches, well, Bernie punches Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a, um, an attack. It's just going to be a d20 plus your strength. I don't think you are proficient in unarmed strikes, so it's yeah, just your strength. <laughs> Jonathan, what's your AC at the... I believe you do still have mage armor from the fight. It's so 15. what's your AC? Bernie, you you connect, but his side is solid, and you do recognize the, the, the slight shimmer of his magical aura that keeps you from really doing any damage. And with your calm emotions, despite the fact that you've done zero damage either to you, uh, either to your fist or to his side... It's satisfying in a weird way to just connect. And for a brief moment, you kind of understand why Carlton is wailing on a tree. This is nice. Sir, I swear you're going to like it if I hit you. (laughs) You know what? I've been hit by a lot of things before. Never know. I'll pass. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know what some experiences I'll i hit just him leave that's to- a 20 <laughs> did you see it so you walked over and you just punched him in the shin all right in the shin i punch him can in he still has keep him like, another whole person i'm pretty sure like tree bark he's still tree bark too so. but that only gives him an ac of 16 so oh. 
So oh, so I would have clocked clock him if I followed through. <laughs> yeah, well, he was wearing damage. he's wearing rags. He's wearing very little, and he's called himself a shaman. So no, it's not like this guy was armored. He put on the bark skin when he knew things were getting bad. So Bernie kind of casually walks on over and <laughs> clocks him. Go ahead and roll damage. And this shit. Well, I don't know what fucking damage I roll from hitting attack. Like I a, think it's one d four, right? No, I think it's one d three. Yeah, it's like a, it's a little bit. I don't think there's a D3 option on here. Just roll you know, a- Go ahead and just, just roll a D4 and add your strength modifier to it. That's gonna- Oh no. <laughs> we'll just keep it simple. <laughs> Poor damage. All right. He will react <laughs> to you and then depending on what happens, we can decide whether you want to- <laughs> do anything more I just need this to... is non-lethal this is like he's gonna have a bad bruise so we spent all this time trying to keep tra- carlton from from clocking this guy but just so bernie can clock him and we fight anyway awesome no bernie. we're not fighting we are not fighting bernie and carlton's is outside punching a tree smiling at everyone in the room like she's done the best possible Wait. thing for the situation what i'm say like would someone attack somebody when they had calm, under the influence of calm emotions? If she believes that hitting people feels good, yeah, 100%. Okay. She's like, yeah. But also, keep in mind, I'm 50 yards away, not 50 feet away, according but, to Lauren. Uh, so, but, yeah, like... That's three well, rounds. Well, yeah, you're, you're in the middle of town, so yeah, you need no, to get, No, I'm just letting like, people know that if shit goes down, I'm three rounds out. Right, no, that's... No, shit's that's not choice. going down. That's your choice. You made your choices. I made mine. Someone didn't get to punch anything but a tree tonight. Not me. Oh my god! All the things in the crypt are going to kill us. Yeah, Dead. that's Stop it. Right here. We're done. Um. All right. It can. It's Bernie got a taste for blood. <laughs> I am going to, at first opportunity, I'm going to hold person Bernie. Apparently, what? At third level, or or no, just just that second. I don't need to hold multiple people. I'll just hold her, or I'll try. Bernie's just giggling. He's like, I think he should be stunned. He's like, I didn't think that would happen. And Bernie's like, aha! <laughs> um, your party may think that. The orc who has already almost been attacked. And, and there's no way been... I can interrupt that, right? Like, I gave him a bad bruise on the shin. He'll recover. No, but you, just, you attacked him. We were trying to stop that. Yeah. Bernie? I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm good at that, or I should be. This is a 13. That's not as good as I thought it would go. No, um, you punch him, <laughs> and he gives you a stern glare as his calm emotions goes away, and he reaches out. Does he actually need to? I don't think he... Yeah, it's range 60 feet. So he reaches a hand up and doesn't even touch you. And you blink and you are suddenly incredibly small. Like you're <gasps> used to being shorter than everybody, but you're suddenly incredibly small. Um, and you are now a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at that, like, like Jonathan the Magic Muscular is sitting here. I'm like, I'm going to have to fight this guy and my party. What the fuck? And... <laughs> As Jonathan, soon as he you sees, need to find a hat. you need to find a hat and pull Bernie out of it. As soon as, as soon as he sees Bernie shrink down, he's like, <laughs> he just starts laughing. And I'm gonna be like, I, he holds up his hands like, friend, I am the only one here not gonna punch you. Um, I am so sorry. 
<laughs> I am so fucking sorry. He's like Canadian levels of sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bernie, you're you're a rabbit in uh for the duration, which unless he does unless he decides otherwise is up to an hour as you've been transformed, as it were. I'm gonna hop on over to Jonathan. As as you do that and Jonathan says all these things, he looks at you, Jonathan. He looks over at Travancore and Shadow. Um, he glances down at the bunny. He says, well, I mean, I was just going to turn you all into dinner, but I guess I, I guess we can keep talking. And he sits back down. Okay. And goes back to eating the the food that had been laid out. All right. We're I'm going to blow past that last comment. No, I'm not actually going to blow past it, but for the social uh, continuance of peace, I'm going to blow past it. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Bernie into my arms and and stroke her rabbit head. What color am I? What do I look like? You are a a light brown bunny with um little black feet. And Jonathan, if you would like to roll an Arcana check as you pick up Bernie, um, and Travancore, are you still going to hang out with Shadow by the door? Yeah. Okay. Jonathan, what was your arcana roll? Uh, 25. Yeah, he polymorphed Bernie. Okay. You don't, and and you know enough about that spell to know that's a spell you don't know yet, because it's a little more powerful than- It's a uh, uh, point of fact, it was a spell I was working on. Half of polymorph is like in my book, but I couldn't figure it out. So I'm. It's lo- a fourth level spell. Do right. you have fourth? Uh, what I no, mean, no, like, no. is it's, it's. I plan to take yeah. it as a fourth level spell. The point is, you you recognize the level of the spell right. and I'm take like, that as you will. I'm like, huh? I've been trying to figure this out. Hey, hey, Bert, hey, how you doing? hey. Anyway, Nagat has sat back down and has started eating. Knowing that, uh, knowing that that the plan was to turn us into dinner and eat us, we will ignore that for the time being. I kind of wish he had left him get slapped but anyway um i'm gonna hold on i'm gonna physically hold on to bernie so i'm not okay. gonna let bernie get anywhere near his rabbit chomping ass um, or shadow or shadow so or or shadow i'm like i like shadow so don't you don't you fucking dare shadow i i've shadow. already told shadow like to sort of like just don't move shadow is obediently staying by the door he seems really curious about what has happened to bernie but he seems more confused than worried and Bucks, uh, Bucks, we don't want Owl Bucks to, uh... Owl's oh my mad. gosh. After all of this, what if Bucks is the one to kill Bernie and oh, not no! <laughs> anyway, Considering so... Bucks is a pygmy owl, Bucks and Bernie are kind of... The same Bernie's size. actually larger Bear, than Bucks. I was Bucks. about to say, oh. Bernie is probably bigger than Bucks. Okay, yeah, so... Bucks is a predator. So, uh, Jonathan Magimuscular is going to sit back down. He has Bernie in his arms. Um, he's... He's not gonna pet her because uh, he knows how Bernie do, and she probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't she appreciate that. Bite you. She She's bite capable you. of consent as a rabbit. Yeah, I, I, exactly, yeah. exactly. So Jonathan Matchmuscular is just gonna hold Bernie for security purposes. Um, okay. And and we're gonna continue talking about the Crypt Garden, and I'm gonna be like, oh, and yeah, like like my friend said over there, let's hear everything. And Nagat kind of pauses in his eating and drinking and looks over at you and says, I'll tell you what you want to know, but you you want to wait for Hothead to come on back so I don't have to say it twice. I've got a we'll photographic memory. I can I can relay it. I, I'm not going to write it down. 
No, but I remember I remember our conversation. After about five minutes of getting my anger out, take a deep breath, keep my calm, and I slowly walk inside. Okay. So you'll walk in after this conversation has started since all of this happened in maybe the space of a minute, maybe right. even less. And there's been kind of this awkward pause as uh, Nagat is still eating and I'll let you know when you walk back in, but it'll be pretty early in the conversation. Uh, Travancore, you're going to hang out by Shadow. Everybody else sits down. Nagat says, well, <clears throat> I mean, all right, so everything. So uh, what, what, with what? Do, do you want me to talk more about the Crypt Garden? You want me to talk more about the Giants? You want me to talk more about the, the shit I don't know with your friend out there? I mean, oh, we've I'll got, tell you whatever I know. We've got time for all of that. I, I'd like to know where these warlocks are now, where they last place they were seen. Well, when I left Mraz's tribe about six, seven months ago, they were headed north because the crap that was going on with the Crypt Garden had spread far enough that it was destroying their hunting grounds. And Mraz has it in his head he's going to go take over the north. He's powerful and he's gone crazy. He's gone absolutely just batshit maniacal crazy and one of these days he's gonna he's finally gonna get himself killed and when his soul is taken by one of those demons that the warlocks are are praying to and i'm gonna be laughing my ass off as i sit next to Gurmesh. so we have a, a literal fern gully situation here these asshole warlocks decided they were gonna pollute the forest with their rot demon and then they're like Oh shit, we can't hunt here anymore. Better move. It's like what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Us. Uh, uh fucking warlocks. They were told go make the crypt garden fall into despair and and destroy it by Mraz because I I really think he's gone insane and they were more than happy to go ply their trade. And now they're off in the north somewhere, far away from here, like I should have been. Well, we'll we'll deal with that one 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 asshole problem at a time here. Uh, so well, all right, good luck finding them. They're they're probably if they're smart, they're hundreds of miles from here, like I should have been. But I decided to get curious and see what the hell is going on. And at this point, like Carlton, you've heard kind of the tail end of this as you're starting to walk back in. You get to the doorway and Nagat finishes speaking, glances over at you and says, so did you bring back any of the firewood? No. <laughs> I'm like, eh, we're good on firewood. Oh, uh, Jonathan says that, and I look at him, and I go, <gasps> Bunny! Uh, and I run over to go pet the no, bunny. No, 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 this is Bernie. I want to pet the bunny. This is Bernie. I want to pet the bunny. No, no, this is Bernie. Oh, you named the bunny Bernie? No, this so is cute. Bernie. Oh my god, Wait, this is what? Bernie. No, I want to pet the bunny. Okay, so stuff happened, and this, this is Bernie's Q Burns. Bernie is, like, burrowing into... No, you're not holding me up. Bernie is burrowing into your armpit. <laughs> this, this is Bernie, I swear. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. I don't consent to this. Ah, no. Where'd uh, you guys find a bunny? I, you guys know I wanted a bunny. No, okay. No, no, no. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. For now, this is Bernie. We're nothing... I, I, I'm taking care of this bunny, Carlson. I'm taking care of the bunny. Um, but yes. Where is Bernie? I was going to ask if you were feeling better, but I guess a bunny cures all what ails you. I know. I want to put the bunny. I was like, Bernie, that, Bernie, how do you, how do you, can, can, 
Can, can a, Bernie speak? No. No, no. But can she go yes or no? Uh, yeah, I Bernie guess. is shaking. She doesn't want to be touched. Okay. She she would understand you. Uh, Travancore, as you say this, Nagget says, ah, if I had known this, I just would have turned the big guy into the bunny and saved us all the trouble. Hmm. Well, uh, on yeah. that note, it might save us, might this, might this thing go a whole lot faster and get us not bunny focused if you're able to turn our friend back to the way she was. I We should we should be good going forward. I don't anticipate any problems. He gives you a long look and I'd like you to roll a persuasion check. Oh. Detective Travancore persuades. Meanwhile, there is a, there is a okay. bunny cleric of Bay digging into the ticklish underarm inside of Jonathan the Magimuscular, who is... Who is not ticklish in the underarm or the side in real life. And no one should try that. What'd you roll, Travancore? 21. He gives you a, a, mom- a momentary look, nods. And as he nods, uh, Jonathan, your arms fill with the uh, gnomish cleric as she is transformed back into her, <laughs> her normal aspect. And I was like, I knew you were, like, magical, but I didn't realize you were a magician. <laughs> no, okay. So she, like, she was in my robe, and, or, like, it, like over here, and then she's like, and she kind of, like, oh, God, pops out. Oh, God, not there. And I'm like, ta-da? <laughs> yeah, Bernie, as you hey! become your, yourself again, you're basically sitting in Jonathan's lap. I scamper off of his lap so fast. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Nagget just kind of he gives you a little tiny bit of a wry smile and just keeps eating. All right, you so to eat me. Uh, oh, let's uh, we're we're moving on. We're moving on. Crypt Garden, sir. What the we there was uh there's sur- uh, they're surviving the Crypt Garden and and the giant aspect. I think we were still still yeah. on. Well, is there a way to get rid of this this uh, this demon? Kill it. Okay, seems simple enough. Uh, I, well, I mean, I'm well, sure it's, it's easy. gonna be. It's just simple. No, nah, I mean, as far as I know, it's it's apparated on this plane of existence because of these these assholes, and it can be killed. It's just tough and probably pretty deadly. Uh, I'm anything powerful powerful enough to cause this much de- death and destruction has got to be a force to be reckoned with. I certainly only got a little bit into the forest before I figured this this is not something I feel like dying over and got my ass out of there, but as far as I know, it can be killed. It what happens if it's you said it was bound to the forest. What happens if it's unbound? Well, I mean, I don't exactly know. It's not like I dabble in demon summoning, but I'd imagine it either could just go do its own shit or would get bound to something else. And both of those options sound like turds to me. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Might be just easier to kill. I was just thinking if maybe there was a clever magic solution, but it doesn't sound like there is. Uh, there might be. But as far as I know, no. But as I said, I don't I don't dabble in that shit. So the giants, how tied are they to this area? Say if if a certain persuasive um viceroy of Glenmar were to go treat with some giants and say, Hey guys, listen, we can get you, we can get your homeland back, but we need a distraction, say an attack on the outside of the forest to draw the creatures away. How we might have to talk to the giants for this specifically, but how 
do you think that would play to the Giants? Like, would they care that much about reclaiming whatever land they had? No, probably not. I mean, I haven't really talked to them at all. I'm. Have you talked to a hill giant recently? Uh, no, but I don't think that would be a very stimulating conversation. You're right about that. They're... Their capacity to understand more than five or six words in a row is pretty low. Dang it, and I was hoping to have I was hoping to have giant attack distraction so we could like a big thing happens over there and then we slip in. It's like an episode of uh or uh, one of the those Ocean Eleven plays that we've seen. Well, the distraction is not a bad plan. We maybe they can be tricked. Oh, that, well. they can probably be tricked, but they're also dumb enough to forget about whatever you were tricking them about in the first place. So, I mean, basically, all they care about is eating and fighting. And right now, the matriarch who's in charge of that whole clan is trying to gorge herself on whatever they come across. And so all they care about is finding stuff to feed to her to keep her happy. That's that's why they ended up in, in Red Larch. They were coming south and found an entire town of pretty easy pickings and have just been gorging themselves. I, I think they've stopped nearby but there isn't much left so they'll, they'll probably be on their way anyway if you give them long enough they'll probably just leave travancore thinks to himself about the glass ball of poison that he has in his possession between that and his knowledge of giants he wants to know whether what he has would be enough to poison the matriarch or a giant in general roll a nature check yeah well because you're you're basically trying to figure out if uh you know enough about the nature of hill giants to know if poison would affect them 21. I'm trying to remember specifically the poison. What's the actual poison that you've got? It says glass ball of poison in my possession. Um, it's the one from the, uh, I think it was the house of Mammon, the cult, Mammon cultists. It was a, a, a chest that was trapped, and I think it was in there, and I just sort of held on to it ever since, thinking I might use it against someone else, but as it is. It's essentially a poison bomb. It doesn't do ton of damage, but it would if uh, the creature that was affected by it failed to resist the poison, they could be poisoned. And you don't know of any giants that are completely immune to poison, but you also know that giants tend to be hardy folk and have a have a lot of health. And your one glass ball of poison is probably not enough to take this any giant down nonetheless the leader of a group of them but as far as you know it work it, if she was poisoned she'd be poisoned for as long as she couldn't resist the effect hmm. so it really just take her off it wouldn't well, it, it po poisoned wouldn't mean kill poison would mean the poison condition and then she'd probably save against it eventually and then around that time she'd be like ah the little people poison me kill them and if if all you did was throw that thing at her, she and and she failed all of her saving throws, she'd probably be hurt. No, it's probably not going to die. Same thing with with all of you. I mean, it you you guys would would be eventually okay, but it's not going to kill you outright. And that was different from the poison that comes from the poison jug, the alchemy jug. 
Uh, a little bit. The poison that comes from the alchemy jug is a basic poison. And the poison that's in that, I'll have to look that up a little later, exactly what was in that trap. But it does a little bit more damage. If okay. she ate 10 gallons of mayonnaise, she'd feel pretty sick. I don't know. If she's been gorging on shit, 10 pounds yeah. of mayonnaise is probably the healthiest shit thing she's eaten. <laughs> If anything, the mayonnaise would help that stuff go down more easily. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're going for the long con. We're trying to give her heart disease. It's, it's the long game. We can yeah. leave it in the sun for five hours. We can give her hot mayonnaise. Oh. Uh... While court <laughs> imagines this whole exchange. <laughs> oh, I figured you were going to say it out loud because the next thing is Nagget says, well, I mean, you could try to bribe her with food, I guess, but eventually she's just going to want more food and these aren't. I don't even know if these creatures could spell honor, nonetheless know what that is. So any anything you get out of them in exchange for something else, it better be an immediate transaction or else five minutes later, they're going to forget they ever did it. Right. Same way that if we tried to trick them, if we if we did some sort of like even remotely complicated plan, they'd like Mar to be like, uh, what were we doing? I don't know. Let's go home. So. So if giants are so easily distracted, is is Amphail really that much danger? If we can, no, like, I don't think Amphail is in danger at all. Like unless they move and then are like, oh hey, there's something over here, and then they would attack Amphail probably to the death because they don't don't know any better. And Nagat speaks up as you say, say this and and says. Yeah, I mean, especially after they destroyed Red Larch, uh, any other town that they come across that looks like it's got food, eh, they'd probably go after it. It seemed like a pretty big group of giants, so unless they actually go to water deep with walls and, and stuff, any town they come across is going to be hurting, that's for sure. I would say Amphail is not in immediate danger, but this is... this is Where's Amphail? Uh, it's, de- it's about, it's like, what, 30 miles down the long road? How? Further than that, uh, but two hundred something miles. It's it's pretty far. far. Away. It's pretty yeah. far. You show him the map. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Amphail is south along right. the long road. Uh, you guys, uh, because you were on horses, it didn't take very long for you to get here at all. But it is about one hundred and ten miles. Okay. Um, along the long road, the giants you know are camped about uh half a day south and a little bit east so they're actually closer to Amphail you kind of show your map to Nagat and let him know and he's like I don't know I I don't know what direction they're going in but they're probably leaving here soon because they're they're running out of stuff to find to eat around here uh, they might go south they might who knows who knows where they're going the the point is is that they're not going to go towards the shit and the most likely direction is they're going to follow a big road and end up in Amphail but they're not going to do that. Do you know how, like, you've been around here for a little bit. Do you know if they've pretty much picked this place clean? I would imagine the, their motivation for moving would be they'd run out of food. Yeah, I, they haven't been back at this town in a couple of days because there isn't anything here except for scavengers like me and harpies and those crappy dogs that you see everywhere. And they're they're not fast enough to get at those crappy dogs. Uh so basically, they've just been, they've been south of here, uh, been keeping an eye on them just to see where they go. And I was kind of waiting for them to move because I was going to go in a different direction. But yeah, I mean, there's there's not much. I mean, you came through here, right? You, you saw this place. It, it's a wraith town. There ain't nothing here worth shit. What if we send them north instead of south? If you can figure out a way to do that, that'd be great. Let's tell them there's a big picnic basket up there. They'll be like Yogi Bear. 
If we gave them something short term, something that they could, that would give us maybe a day or two to get into the forest while whatever's in there is distracted, that might not be a bad option. That's just what do we, we, we need something that will hold their interest for more than like, like Nagat said, five minutes, because if it's, if it's overly complicated or not obvious, then or something they're just sim- they just simply lose interest in, then it's not going to be effective. We need something for them to do in the forest for better part of a day, and if whatever that is gets some of those giants killed, bully for Amphail. Well, the only thing that I know that they're at all interested in is eating or fighting, and they'll pretty much fight anything, mm, you know. Unless Old Flame decides to come back, they might actually run from that thing. But, you know, they're not insane. They're just stupid. And they're not even stupid enough to not run from an ancient red dragon. What, um, so when you were running around, those shadows were like coming after you. What causes those shadows to come out of the forest? By the shadows, are you talking about those, those crappy black dogs that make everything go, go to, go to shit? Uh, I was talking about when my owl saw you, he said he, he saw shadows like coming out of the forest to try and get you. I thought those were the dogs. Were those the dogs? Uh, yeah, I was getting, I'm constantly followed by like a pack of those assholes. Okay. They're, okay. Well, what they're if- not that strong, but they're just everywhere and they seem to make everything I want to do just turn to shit. Well, okay. So how do we, how do we get that pack of stuff to attack the giant camp? I don't know, but do you, do you have any more of this sauce? This is this is really good. And he's reaching for um some of the pancakes that uh were packed into the into the pack and is shoving pancakes and maple syrup into his mouth. Oh, uh, no, that's that's it. That that's all we got. Oh, can the right. alchemist jug make syrup? I don't think so. No. Sadly, you that can would make be kind of cool. Mayonnaise and tell him it's syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I push the jar over to Bernie. He's like, "Make that happen. That's awesome." Um Oh. <laughs> it, it immediately fills with mayonnaise. I've got really good sauce right here. He takes the alchemy jug, looks in it, sniffs it, goes, Meh, reaches a hand in and scoops out a big handful of mayonnaise, licks it. I wouldn't call this sauce, but eh, whatever. Slaps it onto the pancakes and starts eating. Jonathan the Magimuscular makes a constitution tape. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> Um, okay, so, all right, well, we can, we can try and puzzle out a plan later. Uh, is there anything else we need to know from, from Nugget? I don't know, is there anything else you need to know from me? I don't know what you don't know. Uh, well, we really don't know anything about the Crypt Garden. You, everything that you've been telling us has been new except for, except for the status of, uh, South Crypt. Is there anyone left in the Crypt Garden aside from demons and monsters? Not that I know of. Uh, I mean, as I said, there are a couple of other groups of mercenary crazy people like you who I've run into who seem intent on getting in there and making things better and doing things for Maliki. But, you know, who things are still shitty around here, so I, I have to guess they haven't succeeded yet. Maybe you'll come across one of those guys. I heard a Maliki prayer Maliki's once. Maliki's pretty, pretty persuasive. Maliki, Maliki, hi, Maliki, hi, yo. I heard that once. <laughs> that is not what I, he's I think that about. is a prayer of Maliki. <laughs> I think it is. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Mayo? And he holds out a big handful of mayo towards you. Okay. Uh, In the interest of peace. Oh, God. 
Oh, you're going to eat his hand mayonnaise. Uh, no, no, yeah, I scoop it out and I'm like... <laughs> so good. <laughs> he doesn't seem to care whether you actually like it, don't like it, whatever. But he's like... Mm, and he starts holding out a handful of mayonnaise to all of you. Hey, eh? buddy? I mean, it's yours. <laughs> no, thanks. Nope, I'm the only one stupid enough to eat the hand mayonnaise. That you are, friendo. That you are. <laughs> no, that jug also makes poison, and I'm worried about cross-contamination. <laughs> oh, poison yeah, fair enough. Why would you make poison when you could make this stuff? This is great. Shadow comes walking on over. He's being cautious because of everything that just happened, and Travancore, you, you obviously were not happy, and so he he's being cautious, but there's Mayo out, and he's obviously interested. Shadow, you can. Ha- I-, I scoop some of the the mayonnaise from the jar and I I feed it to Shadow. He takes a big gulp and Nagget gives him a little bit of a smile and says, mm, s- "Smart bear, getting ready to hibernate." I can see. Yeah. Oh. Crap. Are we gonna deal with that? <laughs> I just realized. No. Damn. no. He is no. No. <laughs> I think as long as he's bonded to me, he can avoid hibernation. He's going to be a, a, probably a little too busy to hibernate. That is true. Yeah. All right. I, I, all my questions have been answered. Jonathan? I think we're good. Uh, Carlton, um, like, like we said earlier, it, uh, Nagget joined, Nagget, Nagget's can, clan was conquered after the raid on, on your people. So. I punched him. Okay. Yeah. So, so Nagget was definitely not involved in that. And he. he Wait. How come she got the punch but I wasn't allowed because to? Because I was a little That's slow. That's not fair. Uh, I, I understand that. that, that because it is I not am fair. small. I, 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 had to, I had to go punch a fucking tree, and I showed them the splinters standing out of my like, oh, knuckles. Buddy. Well, I got turned into a rabbit for my troubles. But, bunny! That, that's, Carlton, that's why I didn't let you handle the bunny. Because the bunny was Bernie, and Bernie needs to heal your... Yes, oh. I see. I see the light just shine from Carlton's head. I'm just imagining like a blackboard somewhere where Jonathan has his like mortar cap on and he's writing "Bunny equals Bernie," and then like what's his face? Carlton has like a dunge cap on his head. No, Carlton's got one of those big walls and where uh, it's just pictures and writing, and he's connecting everything with string. Except all of the pictures are either a bunny or Bernie, and all of the string is just bunny, Bernie, bunny, Bernie, bunny, Bernie, bunny, Bernie, bunny, Bernie. Kindergarten adventure at some point. Uh, episode name Bunny Bernie. Bunny, Bunny Bernie. Bernie. Bunny Bernie. So Nagget licks off the mayo off of his hands, finishes his 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 food, which is your food that he's just now eaten a lot of. Takes a drink out of a water skin, stands up and says, "Well, unless there's anything else you want to know, I think you owe me some gold. I won't even charge you for the extra punch." Yeah, I'm not giving you my parts. I'll cover. I'll cover Carlton's part. I don't care where the gold comes from. I told you I'd tell you what I knew, and it would be stuff that you didn't know. And as you said, it's stuff you didn't know. Give me my gold. Uh, I hand over the five I had plus the 25 Carlton was going to give him. So I hand him 30. He already has uh, 20 from me. So um, the way I see it, he barely gave me any information about what happened. He said he was going to give it to me anyway. So I think it's kind of a wash. Yeah, 50, 50 gold is what we agreed on anyway. So he has his 50 gold. He takes it, he pockets it um, after kind of uh, looking it over just to, to make sure it's as, as much as you guys agreed on. He pockets it. He says, well, I'm not leaving this town tonight 
because it's not safe to be going out at night. But I got a couple other places I was going to go check out. And if you're staying here, mm, awkward. I'm not sleeping with you guys. I don't want to have to turn you all into bunnies because that's exhausting and I want to sleep. So uh, if there's anything else you want to know, ask me now or else I'm out of here. Anyone? 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 Uh, and he's kind of gathering up his stuff. Do you want the rest of this mayonnaise? He goes to take the jar when you offer it to him. Uh, no, 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 that's my job. I dunk the mayonnaise. I just dump the mayonnaise out of the jar onto his hand. Okay. Um, there was still about a half of a jar of mayonnaise. So, it. I mean, even orc hands, that's a lot of mayonnaise. He looks at it. He's like, ah, maybe if I get followed, I can throw this at them, whatever. He takes a good lick. He turns around, heads towards the door. He creaks open the door a little bit, kind of jar mayonnaise. The handful of mayonnaise still in his hand, peeks out, does a sniff, looks around a little bit, looks back at you and says, hey, for what it's worth, good luck. I'd like to be able to go back into that forest again, but don't get yourself killed. And he leaves. We'll try. All right, guys. Uh, So now knowing all that, we got to go kill a demon. Yeah. Yeah, let's kill a demon. Yes. I got like god powers. That'll probably help. That's actually Yeah. I want to work with Bernie on any sort of magical like offense we could take against the demon and uh turn undead. Or or undead. Yeah, he's just a demon of rot, so he might be demonic and undead. So and at the very least his minions could be undead. But I also that those giants now know now that we know their motivation and their and their matriarch, they are a danger to Amphale, Just not like uh, we have like probably weeks, if that, before they decide to pack up and and move on, and Amphale won't stand a chance. So, I figure we've got an opportunity to take care of a lot of threats. We can get a lot of stuff in the crypt garden potentially killed. And get a bunch of those giants killed. We just have to figure out a way to set them against each other. Yeah! I'm all for clearing out the garden. The yeah. crypt garden. And returning the animals back. And making it safe again. Safe yeah. for bunnies. This place Safe is, for bunnies. This place is a sty. You want to think this out in the pocket house? Yes, oh, but not yes. where... Great. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up now that, uh, now that Nugget is gone. I like how it's only been like five minutes and you've already forgotten his name. <laughs> you missed a photographic memory. No, that, that was on well, purpose. That was see, like, so So in the Feywild, since Carlton wasn't around, Jonathan the Magic Muscular knew that someone had to do that bit. And he's, he's, he's still, it's still ramping down. Gotcha. All right, where do we want to, like, we obviously don't want to put the pocket house here where Nagget can find it. Uh, we don't really want to put the pocket house outside, though. Is there, like, so in this house that we're in, it, it's busted down. Is there still, like, a semblance of a bedroom or bathroom or something that we can stick the pocket house in? Yeah. You take a quick look around the house. The main floor, it, it's a small house, so it only takes a few minutes to do a a, a cursory glance about. It uh, seems to be just kind of a one-story house with the basement. The main floor that you guys are on has this decrepit but secure-ish living room. There was the tiny little ransacked kitchen and one bedroom that you find in the back that you do find the remains of a mattress and what looks like probably some animal scat, but really nothing else. The 
uh, windows in on the ground floor still seem to be intact, which is probably why Nagat was staying in this house as he was, because at least the main floor seems to be, as I said, relatively secure. There's another exit through the kitchen. So there is a back door. And then you do find in the bedroom, there is a, not hidden, you find a, a, a trap door that leads down into a, a very rudimentary basement, literally a rung ladder and dirt floor, dirt walls. It looks like someone might have been in the process of digging this out for a for a storage area of some sort. It's a tornado shelter. Yeah. Tornado shelter. It's It's not secured in any way like there are no there's nothing on the walls there's nothing on the floor it's basically just a hole in the ground um but you know the ground is mostly frozen over it's freezing but there's really nothing down there well i'm sorry it seems like the basement's the safest place to set up i was about to say yeah because then we can we can like set the mattress to close with the trap door so it just looks like there's a mattress on the ground yeah (gasps) the worst case scenario we can set up watches just to be safe i think we should probably should do that yeah yeah I'll write a, can I write a sign in Orcish that says enter and die? Yeah. That would imply that there's something to enter. No, we don't Yeah. <laughs> and then that someone's writing no, a sign that's on the bottom there. of the mattress. Like like right there is like when he lifts the mattress to see the thing, he's like enter and die. Uh, yeah. what would you like to there is enough of like part of this mattress that you could actually write on it and have it be legible. You have to kinda I'm not gonna say wash, but like dust it off first. It's it's covered in, in dirt and grime. Um what are you gonna use to actually write on it? Hey, buddy, can I borrow your pen? I look at Jonathan. No. I hand him a pen and some ink. What color do you hand him? Pink, 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 red. pink. Oh. Red is pretty I like red. Is pink. red is pretty menacing. Yeah. It is. Okay. So, yeah, I write it on, like, the underside of the mattress so that when it falls and he flips it up, it'll be like, enter and die in, in orcish. orcish. Yeah. Okay. So that way he knows, like, if he stumbles upon our pocket house, uh, I'm not holding back punches, punches or being held personed if he enters my space. Okay, you write that on there in very clear, legible, all capital capital letters, uh, so that he knows you are serious. <laughs> Super serious. I am yelling caps lock. in text form. Caps lock. <laughs> yes, your caps, caps lock. lock? I don't even know. On and <laughs> all right, and then it sounds like you are activating the pocket house in the unfinished basement. Kawoosh. Yep. Yeah, we got to go check on our uh, our Modrons and see how like the planner boxes are doing and all. Oh, uh, we'll we'll know that right away. We'll we'll and we know that. Expect yes. them too to make sure they're they're wear for wear and tear and all that. We've yeah. done that in a yes. while. Yeah, it's been a couple days since you've been in there. Not not a terribly long time, but uh, it's been a few days. You activate the teleportation circle and head on into the pocket house. And yeah, every square foot of section of the outdoors that can be essentially a planter box hung off of it, there is a planter box hung off of it. Yes. It's kind of cool, except that it looks like the, the planter boxes are fairly narrow, and you're not sure what's been planted in what, but kind of ringing the, the platform that the teleportation circle appears on as well as the walkway is just box after box after box after box. Since it's after sundown, it is dark at the moment and you don't see anybody. And when you enter, um, you do find the now empty living room, uh, no longer filled with planter boxes, uh, a very cursory call about, or um, if you go looking, you will find your, your three Modrons. They seem to be 
happy and healthy and happy to see you. Okay. I like to just do a cursory inspection to see if they need any uh, maintenance or repair. Okay. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Detective I will help. Travancore does that thing he always says he does. Sure. Uh, do you want me to roll as well since I'm helping or just give him the advantage? Oh, wow. Where, he doesn't need it. Where was that? Okay, natural 20. Everybody drink. It's a 22. Wow. Yay. All right. Nice way to end the evening. You um, give all three of your Modrons a look over. And they've been hard at work, but it seems like whatever hard work they were doing, either they have repaired each other themselves or cleaned themselves up because they seem to be spick and span and no problems. Um, Piddleschmick, especially as you come over, like you kind of do Felix and Alistair and then head towards him. And by the time you've reached him, they've gotten a sense of what you're doing. This is still a little new to them, but Piddleschmick realizes this is an inspection and he is now at like ultra sharp attention. His spears are at the ready. And as you poke and prod, he is very obliging to raise limbs and move stuff so that you can very easily inspect all of his bits and bobs. And it all looks spick and span. Once we're done and before we start heading to bed, I want to go to Piddleschmick and say, okay, we're going to get this, this high five routine down. We're going to get a complicated high five hundred hand slap deal down and it begins now. And he's they're going to he's going to on that note, he's going to try it. Jonathan. Yo. Should we tell Laros about the Crypt Garden? Uh, Oh, yes. Five hours when he's done high fiving this fucking modern. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you start to like, all right, we're going to learn this whole complicated routine. Carlton says that and you you stop before it gets too crazy okay um i will i will puzzle out uh lauren would it be okay if i come up with the with the message i can either put it in the group chat and then we can like just briefly go over it at the beginning of the next session or if you've got just a general idea of what you want to say i'm, I'm not going to word count okay this is uh, not Twitter. basically i just want to say um are you going to do sending in the pocket house yeah, maybe you should step outside to make sure yeah, it goes uh, through. No, I'll, I'll step I'll step outside to use my cell phone. And by outside, do you mean outside of the house or out? Because outside in the unfinished basement. Okay, because I was about to say you would know about sending about the planar that, stuff. Yeah, that sending it to another plane of existence, which the pocket house is. There is a chance that it won't arrive. Right. So, so you step outside. That's a different. I'll, I'll step outside to make a call. All right, so you go back out to the teleportation circle. You're back in the unfinished basement, and yeah, just give me, just give me the idea behind the the words. The twenty five words or less is that you just need to keep it short. So I'm not going to ask you to word count. Just tell me what you want to say. Crypt garden corruption caused by summoned rot demon. Giants may march if hungry. We are attempting to deal with the situation. You may respond. Send apples. <laughs> Travancore on a different plane of existence. Just always is thinking that someone needs to send him apples. All right, you While send- he's sending the thing, I'm gonna we're gonna tell the Modrons about the watch order and to get, tell them about the normal routine. Like, hey, take the watches, wake us up, yada yada yada. They intently listen to your directions, which are very similar to ones you've given them before. Alistair Duke heads out to go stand on the platform, and he seems to be intent on taking the first watch and the other two. As far as you know, they don't need to sleep. So 
if they're going to rotate through watches, it's very possible that there's there's no need for any of you to stay up. But you you don't exactly know if they sleep or not. But they seem to accept your orders to keep watch throughout the night and attack and alert if things happen. Jonathan, you send off this message. Uh, you can feel its arrival. And a few moments later, you do. And you sent it to Laro's Tough? Yes. All right. You do hear the voice of Laro's Tough in your head. Thank you for letting us know. We will stay on alert. If they are hungry, I fear they will want to come after the horses. But if you believe that for the moment we are safe, then I am sure that... And then the message cuts off. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) As as you recognize that he's hit the the limit of how much he can send and Laro's tough now being a man of of magic doesn't really understand too much about how that works but you know you get the idea he's too verbose is there anything else you guys would like to do or are you going to head to bed Bernie's bed. going to bed all right you guys head to bed and as you have a nice long rest in your comfy pocket house i'm trying to do something a little different instead of just giving you a guys experience uh at milestones or when you actually get into fights and stuff what i want to try to do is give some experience at the end of every episode and it will include if you guys get into fights but that way i can give you guys experience for it's a little easier for me to give you experience for social encounters that don't necessarily get you things so for the entire social encounter with nagget which included some very Emotional moments from Carlton. It included some interesting magic from Bernie and Jonathan uh, and Travancore trying to be the voice of reason and and sticking to asking all of the, the pertinent questions. I'll give you guys a total of 500 experience. So 500 experience that you can split between the four of you. Next time, as you wake up in the ruins of Red Larch, we'll see what decisions you make about who, what, where, when, why, and how. Because giants to the left of me and demons to the right, and here I am stuck in the middle with Nagget. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Follow us on Twitter, at Dungeon Drunks, or www.libshark.com. And see you next encounter. <laughs>